Hey, what's up? This is K. You are locked into 94.3 Radio 1. This is One World, your station. And uh, sorry, is this my job or, or not? <laughs> right about now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, folks, it's not uh, Radio uh, 1 FM, but it's The Guiding Voice. And you, you are... tuned into the guiding voice itself and there's a surprise episode for all of you and we are super super privileged and happy to host RJK part of the guiding voice and i would like to acknowledge kavita for connecting me with RJK and now let's know little bit about uh, RJK karan machado like better known as RJK is the host of good morning bangalore that airs every weekday on 94.3 radio 1 india's only international radio network and tfm oman He is currently the youngest radio show host in Bangalore and has done everything right from interviewing Bollywood stars to international stars like Jason, Shaggy, Harvey, Mike and even celebrity master chefs from MasterChef Australia. In fact, I am nervous to interview RJK. <laughs> He's been awarded the Communicator of the Year 2020 radio presenter by the Public Relations Council of India PRCI. and also as one of the top four emerging radio content creators in india from paper content he is an mc host teacher actor both on camera and on stage he has done musicals that he toured india with television ads for brands like fast track and kingfisher oneplus and more he runs online mentorship programs in radio journalism acting and storytelling improv comedy communication public speaking with companies like unheard india and kyt academy in today's episode let's chat with rjk this is the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future folks i am your host navin samala a fellow it professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe in every episode we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches or sometimes we'll have special guests like rjk across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn amazing stuff Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact towards the end. And folks, you know, you'll acquire more knowledge by tuning into the Guiding Voice than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for joining me today. And today we are going to have a casual conversation about RJK talking about his journey as a radio host, winning the Best Communicator Award and also how he has started his podcasting so on and so forth. and we are extremely pleased to have RJK part of the guiding voice journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe okay i'm super duper excited welcome to Same the here, guiding man. voice <laughs> thank you so much thank you for the lovely introduction i appreciate it thank you and uh, as i said i'm i'm super pleased and uh, let's get started k sure. maybe you can you can uh, share with our audience the top 3 things that have uh, contributed to your professional growth Oh man I I um I'm a big advocate of um so three things if I had to pick out and I always tell this to my interns as well the three things is just uh one you got to be obviously passionate about what you do every day um mm-hmm. you got to absolutely enjoy it so mm-hmm. that's one uh number two is just putting down your head and doing the hard work and um the third becomes consistency I can't say that all of the time I have all three going for me Mm-hmm. but um if you have at least two of the three going for you i feel like those will help you in your professional journey quite a bit i think it's very underrated to not have like when people say i don't need any of these i just need i just need money money will only take you so far and then you'll be left at a place where you're like okay there's no meaning to this i just i don't want to do this anymore so um those three things consistency hard work and passion i feel like they are so underrated and um just working towards being the 
not the best in the industry, but the best version of yourself in that industry. And that is more than enough. You don't need to compete with anybody else. You're the only, you need to compete with yourself. You need to be better than you were yesterday. You need to be better than you were the day before. And that comes with those three things that I just said every single day. Awesome. Hard work, consistency, and being better than what you were yesterday. Super. So, okay, have you re- really dreamt of becoming an RJ when you were a kid? And how did this happen? <laughs> no, man. It was just uh, like a, what did I say? A mistake or uh, <laughs> or uh, like a, just a series of events that kind of just unfolded and I just kind of went with it. So what happened was um, I kind of, I, I did a bachelor's in um, media, English and psychology. Then I did a postgrad in film, television and digital video production. Uh, I also did an internship with the guys down at uh, where I work right now when I was in undergrad. And uh, just when I was at the end of my film school, I got a call from them saying that, hey, there's this vacancy, do you want to do it? And this, I was also in a space that time where I was like, maybe I don't want to do film every day. Right? I enjoy it. I love it. It's a beautiful place to be. But every day, probably not. So I just took anything that came my way. So I took, uh, I took up that and literally... I have not switched companies for seven years. For seven years of my working career, I've done multiple roles in the same company. And currently now, of course, I host the the morning show on Radio 1. In addition to a bunch of other consulting that I do on outside for various other companies and things like that. And podcasting being um, a journey that has taken off as well. And uh, of course, improv comedy is something that I enjoy doing uh, with a group of mine called Improvise. So yeah, bunch of different things. It's nicer to be a jack of all trades. Yeah. Absolutely. And now talking about this being an RJ, you, you talk, I mean, you are supposed to talk a lot. How do you keep yourself up to date? Because when I imagine like if, if it's a podcast, it's a one hour or probably not, not even one hour, like 20, 25 minutes, we do research for about one, two hours. That's okay. But you guys speak on day to day basis. How do you keep yourself up to date? I, do, I, I don't, man. Like, um, in fact, I'm always connected to, I'm always scrolling multiple things. I'm always looking at various things online. I feel it's a matter of just consuming news and knowledge from the right sources. You can either choose to spend time on Instagram scrolling through reels or you can listen to uh, a quality podcast that genuinely gives you value or an audio book that you feel gives you value. A lot of times I feel for a lot of professionals, you're left in doing these mundane tasks, right? Like transport, you have to get from point A to point B to do your work. Uh, maybe you're doing stuff around the house, um, you know, things like that. And then so from that perspective, you really, how do I say this? You really need to see if, how how can I maximize time there, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I'm a very audio person. So I always have something in my ear list that I'm listening to, whether it's an audio book or um, I've automated my uh, voice assistant to kind of give me all I need in the morning. Uh, in terms of news and things like that. So I do that every morning and it's it's become like a process that I thoroughly enjoy because I feel I can have a conversation with anyone about anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a matter of just being fairly well-read, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying like an expert on topics, but yeah. you got to know what the heck is happening around you. Yeah. Um, and that also is very dependent on how you consume stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah, the more you consume uh, the, the, Quality. The more quality you consume, the easier it is to kind of talk about those topics. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's awesome. Okay, you have interviewed many celebrities, right? How is it like um, interviewing them, and how do you approach, and what kind of preparations uh, happen behind the scenes? I'll be honest with you. I used to prep a lot. Okay, in the past, probably in the first year, second year, 
of me kind of doing this but i don't anymore i'm being extremely honest with you because i've realized that other than, like when you speak to a celebrity you know like a lot of times they're happy to talk about their work and the project that they're doing and stuff like that but a lot of times they just want to be spoken to like normal people you know what i mean they're a little yeah. tired of people glorifying them and uh things like that so if you talk to them like a regular person and have fun like if i was catching up with you i wouldn't ask you about your work i would ask yeah. you about what your other interests i would ask you about you know what keeps you going what do you what do you feel strongly for whatever right we'd have fun conversation we wouldn't be about ha tell me what was your uh, how much you paid in id returns last year like i want like i want to ask you that kind of rubbish right so so i found that like last night without taking the name of a celebrity um, i interviewed somebody uh, in the uk uh, this really big artist and dj um and when i was speaking to him i did know what i mean we're talking about his brand new track and stuff like that but didn't really prep too much because i feel like too much prep is also a problem mm-hmm. right yeah. it doesn't allow conversation to flow freely right and the best conversations come out when it flows freely how often do you sit with a friend and have a great conversation you're like oh because we planned this conversation it went so well no it never happens it's always because it happens on the fly so yeah uh, i do i get nervous the answer is not anymore probably my first year i used to now i'm very i'm not mesmerized by stars i'm not mesmerized by um big celebrities anymore i just i look at them as people right and the minute you start looking at someone else as a, just a regular person conversation will flow much better i feel make make sense sir. yeah thanks thanks for sharing those insights now uh, the other day i interviewed an author fred joel uh, from the states and he was talking about this improved comedy and i think you are also into this improved comedy and he mentioned everybody should get into that so that uh, you'll actually 100% i agree 100% Yeah so probably yeah, that, that that's where i'm coming from like what has been your experience and what's your recommendation on this improv right first things <laughs> first everybody makes fun of the fact that um people say improve comedy it's improv which is oh. <laughs> uh, short for improvisation mm-hmm. right so improvisational comedy <laughs> because improve comedy would mean that i have to improve my comedy <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so that's what I like to note. But um, yeah, so uh, from a perspective of improv comedy, I feel like um, improv comedy has also set base principles for me to live my day to day life. Um, improv comedy uh, runs on three beautiful cardinal rules, which are uh, yes and, which is saying yes to someone and adding value to what they say, is to making your partner look good, and uh, the third one is to break all rules and just like you know, there are no rules. In fact. and uh, you know also being in the moment and being present i mm-hmm. feel like if we all live life like that and live each moment like right now i mean when i'm sitting here and talking to you I- yeah. i'm fully present here i'm not yeah. thinking about um, even though you might have seen my maid walking around in the background <laughs> and stuff like that uh, as we do this from home but um, i'm you know fully present in conversation with you and i think that um, when you can do that right when you can be fully focused and and in the moment with someone uh real magic happens and uh, also um improv comedy as a, as a as an art form teaches you that failure is okay because you're failing constantly um it's a lot like entrepreneurship if if i if i could say so failure is the biggest lesson and it teaches you so much and uh, makes you like a stronger person in fact um so much so that uh, you're you're happy to welcome failure because you know that it only means more learning excellent yeah i i want to try that uh, maybe You should come to one of our jam sessions. It's really fun. <laughs> we we go crazy. We go just we we go mad. We have a lot of fun. It's it's so much fun, really. Sure, sure. Maybe I'll I'll join for sure. Now let's talk about this uh, radio journalism and who is it suitable for? What kind of career opportunities are there? 
in that space who is it suitable for like um i don't think there's one type of person that it's suitable for mm-hmm. uh because there are different roles within say for example the gamut of radio radio is no longer just radio radio is also now a digital content creation company that has terrestrial offshoots of radio right uh which is where the entire ecospace has evolved into i feel like you can be anything but the, the biggest mistake i'd say people make is they walk into a, a radio station or they walk into a radio company saying that i want to be a radio jock biggest mistake ever um because who knows you might you might not be a great host but maybe you're a great producer yeah right maybe you're a great music manager maybe you're a great client solutions executive maybe you're a great uh, sales person right maybe you're a great in you know the uh, labeling music labels part of it so there are so many uh, facets and dimensions that exist within like a radio content creation company that uh, you by saying that i want to do just this role you're doing yourself more injustice than you are anyone else right and there are some people who are genuinely just have the flair to do you know to host like you can see you know and some people you're like you know they would be better doing something else but you have to discover that for yourself like when i joined i of course i you know i looked at you know hey wow it would be cool host to show but i was also cool on learning everything right mm-hmm. i wanted to genuinely be how do i say this like the i wanted to be knowledgeable about everything that's happening across the entire company that's helpful so i feel like um for anybody wishing to get into a certain role i suggest they don't I suggest you just get into a company and start experiencing what all they have to offer and then you'll kind of figure out okay maybe I like this more than this I like that more than that and um that's where your journey will really start so so it's all just make an entry and then decide for yourself kind of all right yeah yeah and be open to learning because I think that you know that, that the minute you stop learning you know you're, you're not doing anyone any good you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah and now now let's talk about your podcast how did that happen you you have already been oh. uh, rj <laughs> why did you get into podcasting so the first podcast i launched um which is the one that you and i were actually talking about before yeah. we started this recording was is a podcast called off air with k because i realized that the you know conversation with me a lot of times are very uh guest based i'm speaking about what the guest wants i'm speaking about i mean not what the guest wants i'm speaking about within context of a guest i'm speaking about in context of uh, a client perhaps and things like that and uh, there i it started with the thought that i have this these wonderful conversations with my wife which are deep and meaningful and exciting and enjoyable and i am like i'm sure there are more people out like us out there who have these conversations and who are yearning for these conversations as well uh but they don't have the space to kind of have these conversations so i uh, we started the podcast as uh, as just kind of uh, a passion project to be honest just to like let's have fun let's just see where this goes and um i you know i this is everything i can't say on the radio and that's how we kind of talk about it so we started it like that and we really really enjoyed the conversation like that and um yeah and that's how it began and then i realized that uh, the podcasting business has a different audience which i am sure you know you know typically with radio they are listening for a certain amount of time and then they're maybe tuning out because their journey is over or you know some people listen to it at different spaces and what not so um yeah so i mean from that perspective it has it's a very different audience it's more talk based audience or depending on what, how you kind of have your podcast but yeah i feel like it's also just reaching a different audience and trying yeah. out different things so it's about it i i love those conversations around uh, 
cloud with silver lining and the kind of examples and especially one actress that you interviewed she was talking about that sexual harassment and she was very open they were very deep and meaningful i really enjoyed those and i'm going to check out i'm glad you did yeah glad you did thank you <laughs> yeah now let's talk about uh, something about uh, around rj in terms of if somebody wants to is aspiring to become an rj what are some tips that you like to share with them like i said a little while earlier don't aspire to be an rj <laughs> uh the reason that i'm saying that is because well, like i'm saying from a perspective maybe you're not maybe you're not meant to be a host maybe you're meant to be a producer and things like that. but if you figure out that okay maybe i'm good at this and maybe you're going down that path of being a host uh i feel like you need to start finding your own your own voice and let me be a little bit clearer when i'm kind of talking about that because i feel like that's a little vague um what i'm trying to say is that uh, a lot of times when we try and speak as a host as a as an anchor or whatever you uh tend to it's human tendency that we tend to mimic other people probably even navin the way that you host you've probably heard other podcasts and you're trying to you know host in a similar manner because you're like oh i liked how that person did that i think mm-hmm. i would do this thing but you got to I, i went through this weird journey where you have to understand and be like do i want to be like a second copy of someone else or do i want to find my own voice and host the way i want this is not an easy process i'll be honest with you it takes a lot of time but uh, when you discover your own voice and your tone and the way you sound i feel like um, that is a that is a tip that i could give to everyone just find your own style your own voice your own um you know don't don't try and be someone else but that also comes with doing it a lot so say for example now you know the internet is is a small little oyster hand you know uh, and that the world is your oyster and from that perspective you know um so what you should be doing is you should be trying like a lot of things i mean just like how you are sitting in a room right now you got a you have a mic you have your headset you have a laptop in front of you what stops me from as a as a person starting out from interviewing say my parents from interviewing say i don't know me my friends right so there is so much you can try and experiment and just like it is really coming back to our first one which we started off this entire conversation with which is consistency you know you need to consistently host and improve those skills you can't just be like wake up and be like watch a couple of youtube videos and be like ah i'm great at this it doesn't work so you got to genuinely do it every day the reason that it's so second nature for me now is because i have done this every day for like 7 years so it comes naturally so when you were asking me about prep and stuff like that i don't need to prep anymore because i'm already uh, i'm always prepping in my head if that makes any sense you know what i mean absolutely yeah that that's great wonderful so this has been a kind of serious conversation around arjing podcasting and on and now let's lighten up the mood of our audience <laughs> i'm going to quickly open a rapid fire round if you are okay let's do it all right wonderful so what has been your childhood fantasy okay weirdly to be an astronaut <laughs> like um i still remember one of the first things i wanted to do um when i was a kid was like oh i want to be an astronaut and just that's just because i used to watch a lot of like movies in space and i was be like oh my god that would be so cool so yeah my childhood ha- fantasy was to be an astronaut <laughs> uh it didn't work out because i realized somewhere in the 7th standard that you need to know science well and i failed in all sciences so i was like oh this is probably not happening so yeah <laughs> quite interesting Uh, what 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 was your favorite what is your favorite book ooh tough question man because i don't know i i don't have a favorite book i have a couple of favorite books i 
I genuinely enjoyed, and every time I think of a favorite book, I don't know why, but I just keep coming back to this one. This is such a, such a, like a, you know, weird thing to kind of say. I I genuinely enjoyed To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee mm-hmm. yeah. because also because uh, also because I I studied it in school, like we studied it as a text for school, and I got a chance to actually delve into the depths of the the text and the author and things like that. And I think when you do that, you just enjoy the book a whole lot more. Uh, maybe that's why I like it so much. But that's one book that I love to kill a mockingbird by Harper Lee. Beautiful. It's just oh man, it's just it's an unbelievably amazing book. And another book that I absolutely I mean I, I enjoy a lot of comics if that helps. <laughs> but I, I don't know if people consider that books. But um, proper novel, you know, kind of uh, hardback kind of this thing. I'm I'm still gonna go for uh, To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. I recently I'm actually reading. Um, as we speak right now, I'm reading *Sapiens*. It's tough, mm. man, it's because it's a it's a beautiful book, but it's like a hard read. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of you need a lot of uh, mental power to you know kind of stick by that book. But I'm enjoying that. Um, I also recently read. Uh, oh man, one sec. Now I got it. Now it's bothering me. Now I got to check the name. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the name in, in like a second. But yeah. basically, I read. It's in my library. Mm-hmm. I I read. Um, oh yes, I read *Atomic Habits*. Atomic, yeah. By James Clear. Mm. Atomic Habits was another book that I really enjoyed. Yeah, those are probably. I know. I know you asked for one book. Sorry, I gave you quite a few. <laughs> no, these are great. I heard a lot about Sapiens, and many people who started that they couldn't finish it. I, I don't know. In yeah, fact, it's a very tough read. It. I'm yeah. still reading. Dude, I've been reading it in parts for like six mm. months now because yeah. I can't read. It's a very heavy book. So yeah, but it's lovely. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, uh, can you describe yourself in one word? painful <laughs> come on <laughs> i would say irritating but i would say irritating but no man uh, if i'm being extremely honest with you, that's on a lighter note but uh describe myself from one word i'd say um disciplined oh yeah and the reason i'm saying that is i'm a very i'm a big stickler for time so like i have my entire days planned out for me yeah. as to what i'm doing at what time where whether it's professionally or personally i enjoy it i love my routine i love uh, I love discipline. I think uh, organizing your day is the most underrated underrated task that people uh, have. So yeah, I'd say discipline. Yeah. All right. Great. So now let's talk about your uh, name K. How how did it happen? Like. <laughs> oh my God. That's a, like uh, okay. So I've been with a company through uh, with my current company through four brand revamps mm. over seven years. Uh, when I just joined, they were revamping Bollywood into what they call Neo Bollywood. Um, and uh, so I was also a host on the Bollywood station for some time. And then when we went international, um, uh, so we did ramp from Bollywood to Neo Bollywood and from uh, Neo Bollywood to international. So when we switched to international, they wanted to completely do face, new imaging, new lineup, everything. But I was the only old jock that still remained on the team. So they're like, we can't, we can't stick with your name. We've got to change your name. Mm-hmm. And I was very against it. I was like, no, please. Uh, so my CEO at the time, he suggested it and I hated it because um, he was like, and he's like, every time you go on air, you go on air with the line, uh, you have to say, hey, 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 this is K. And um, I was like, are you crazy? Like, like, please, like, really don't like, how disgusting are you? And then, um, weirdly, it worked, man. Like, it really, really worked. And now, when people ask me, hey, what do we call you? I prefer K over Karan 
only I only hear the word Karan when I'm extremely angry, uh, when my parents are extremely angry. So yeah. All right. So last one for the rapid fire. Okay. What is sure. one electronic gadget that you like to see or maybe invent yourself given a chance? Nice. Okay. Um. Wow. This is a tough one though. Because there, are, I think there are there are there are too many. There are too many that. So have you seen the movie Spy Kids? No, not really. Uh, okay, so if you've seen the movie Spy Kids, these guys, these Spy Kids got like this thing that they wear on their hand uh-huh. that when they pull it up like this, it gives them like a whole digital interface and a holographic uh, mm-hmm. kind of perspective. So say, for example, I'm looking at my, my messages, my email and things like that. I'm looking at basically everything, all information. Imagine that in a hologram on your wrist. Right, yeah. Right? So, um, or if you've seen the Flash Mm. Um, as a, as a, as a TV show or a comic, uh, you've probably heard of something called Gideon. Yeah. Um, mm. in Flash, so uh, which is an uh, which is a holographic artificial intelligence, uh, kind of gadget. Um, uh, like this AI based hologram that is like that knows everything. I would love to invent something like that, because. I mean, it's so cool and trippy, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The reason I ask is this is a kind of um, gives ideas to a startup enthusiasts over there and all. And I, I dude, if anyone, <laughs> if anyone invents a hologram AI-based assistant for everything, I you can take all my money. I it, I will buy it from you. <laughs> Yeah, here yeah. we have an investor. Come on, folks. <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, I don't have much, but like I'll give you whatever I have. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So that was a fabulous uh, rapid fire round. And before I let you go, one final question for this conversation, K. What is your one piece of advice for those aspiring to make big in their careers or lives? Uh, am I allowed to use profanity in this podcast? No, right? <laughs> No, I'm genuinely asking. <laughs> uh, no, my advice would be: um, don't be a. I don't know how to say this. I'm trying to censor this and say it. Okay, don't be an. Don't be a. Don't. I'm really trying to censor this and say because I don't know another way to say this. Don't be a four-letter word for male genitalia. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and the re. Don't be. I mean, don't be a. Don't be an. Don't be a person who hoards knowledge. Yeah. Right. And so two things I would say, one, be a little kinder to people around you. Okay. And try and understand where they are coming from, the background that they are coming from before judging them on their work and what they put out there and things like that. So be a little kinder to people. And number two, never, ever, ever hold knowledge. Like there was, a, it's a very old style of working where you, you feel I know everything and I'm not going to, I'm not going to yeah. tell anybody, right. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell them my secrets of how I do stuff and stuff like that. Please. If you're listening to this, share knowledge freely. Yeah. You have nothing to lose. Knowledge is at your fingertips. It's in your f- right now. Um, it's what you do with the knowledge that matters. Yeah. So please share knowledge freely. If you have expertise, which is one of the reasons I wanted to, uh, you know, when you reached out, I said yes automatically because I feel like we don't share knowledge freely. Yeah. You know, we hoard and we think that, you know, if I tell this person my secret, then they'll, they'll know. I'm like, no, just please share knowledge freely. And more than that, when you're in a conversation or interaction with a certain individual, personally, professionally, be a little kinder to them because you never know where they have come from. Yeah. Uh, just like they probably never know where you have come from, yeah. right? We all have our own baggage. We're all dealing with our own issues. There's nobody on this entire planet who is free from worries and free from problems. 
So while you are dealing with individuals, be kinder and don't hold knowledge. Share with share with everyone freely. That's that's amazing tip. And uh, yeah, that's been a fascinating conversation. Thank you so much, uh, K, for being part of the guiding us journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Really appreciate your time. I'm so I'm super excited actually to have you part of this show. <laughs> thank you, Ravi. This has been really fun, and thank you for taking out the time. I appreciate it. Yeah, right. Thank you. So, folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a small request to you. In case if you have loved the episode and found it useful, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice. Also, if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe from the app area of TuneIn from so that you will be notified about all the future episodes. Thank you so much in advance. Now, let's cruise into the trivia segment of today's episode. So, today we had a uh, celebrity guest, <laughs> RJK, who was talking about his experience in terms of RJing, podcasting and all. Now, let's take a step back and understand what is this broadcasting all about, right? And wait, what are the origins of the term broadcasting? You know, the word broadcasting comes from farming. Yes. Having done the research and all. And uh, what I found is, it is basically a mid-18th century agricultural term, which means wide scattering of seeds. And the word didn't become a term related to radio until the 20th century, when the first radio broadcasts were created. Like with broadcast sewing, radio broadcasting also involves this large scattering of stuff, radio waves, songs, under entertainment, and many more. So does this mean all radio broadcasters are technically farmers? We aren't sure. But it's cool to know where the term comes from. That's all for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Navin Samala, a fellow IT professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Until next time, bye-bye. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest.